The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Now in that same region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel to a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom God favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Christmas Eve. This night always evokes so many childhood memories for me. I remember how magical it was going to church with my family on Christmas Eve. It was the only time during the church year that we went at night. Church at night. It was so amazing. And the trees and the lights and silent night made it all so magical. That and knowing that Christmas morning and all those presents were just hours away. This year, one childhood memory in particular has risen up for me. And although it didn't happen at Christmas, it was sparked by our gospel reading for tonight. It was when I was maybe about six or seven years old and learning my home address. And I remember that this is how I learned it. I lived in the universe the Milky Way galaxy, solar system, Earth, the United States, Maryland, Baltimore County, the town of Arbutus, on Circle Drive at number 1132. And I remember that learning it this way made a deep impression on me. It located me in a specific spot within the vast universe. I was part of this bigger picture and yet inhabited this very particular place. And this came to mind for me because Luke does something similar in his telling of the Christmas story. He's careful to locate the birth of Jesus at a specific place 
and a specific time. He tells us that it happened during the reign of Emperor Augustus and when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Luke tells us that the first Christmas happened in the universe, the Milky Way, the solar system, the earth, the Roman Empire, Palestine, Bethlehem, a stable. Luke locates the birth of Jesus at a real place, at a real time, to real people, in a real body. And this is hugely important. I remember that when I was in college and writing the essay for my Divinity School application, my advisor, the chaplain there, suggested that I give it to one of the English professors to proofread. So the professor read it over and handed it back to me with his notes, and I'll never forget what he wrote at the very end of the essay. He wrote, remember, God is in the details too. God is in the details too. And Luke clearly believed this. He tells the Christmas story with vivid detail, more than any of the other gospel writers, and it helps to locate God in our time, in our world, in our own lives. These two verses, these first verses of the Christmas story, set the stage for everything else that is about to happen. They tell us that it was a time of Roman occupation and oppression. People were crammed into the inns of Bethlehem, not because they wanted to be, like so many travelers in our time, but because they were forced to be because of the census. They were weary travelers and strangers to one another. Luke wants us to know that these people walked in darkness and that Jesus was born in a time of great difficulty in the world. And that Jesus, who is called Emmanuel, God with us, still comes to us in the difficult places and dark times in our world and in our lives. Author Kelly Nikandeha writes that God enters our frail bodies, our hemorrhaging landscapes, and our troubled times. God is with us where trauma hits hardest. She said, hard places are the places of the first Christmas. Occupied Judea, feral Galilee, an insignificant village like Nazareth, God's peace was unfurled where life wasn't working, where people hurt most, where hope was on the run. Here, God declared, here, peace can and will be born. I wanted to share with you tonight these images that will be up here on the screen of this year's manger scene in the Lutheran church in Bethlehem in the Holy Land on the West Bank. Don't often think about Lutherans being in the Holy Land, but they are there and they are mighty. And the image is of the baby Jesus born on Christmas amid the rubble, the rubble of war and the rubble of our broken world. As the pastor there said, this is what Christmas looks like in Palestine this year. If Jesus were born today, he would be born amid the rubble. Wherever this world yearns for healing and peace, whether amid the rubble of war, the brokenness of our world, or our own lives, there Jesus is born. And Luke says that this is how God saves the world, not by divine fiat, not by a grand proclamation or announcement. God saves the world by entering right into the stuff of life, into molecules and cells, heartbeats and breaths, amid broken hearts and broken dreams. God comes to us as one of us in the most precious, most approachable form our humanity can take. 
a baby. The birth of Christ is a cosmic event. When the great and divine God takes on frail and finite human form, the universe itself pivots. But redemption and salvation always happen in the particular. They always happen in real times, in real places, to real people. We find God in the fine details of our lives. Grace and salvation are not something that God does to the world. They are something that God does in the world and in us. Presence, love, forgiveness, grace, these are not simply ideas. They are experienced and lived. They are here and they are now. God comes to people like us, in places like ours, in bodies like these, at times like this. Our lives, your life and my life, are the mangers into which Jesus is born. If God could transform a lowly manger into a place of grace and peace and love, then God can transform my life and your life and our world into such a place. And we need this hope and this promise. We need this child. We need a light that shines in the darkness, which the darkness cannot overcome. We need a hope that anchors us amidst a world in despair. And this is why we gather tonight. Because our lives and our world are mangers, not mansions. Our lives are simple structures, unfinished and rough around the edges. They bear the marks of time. They hold together the joy and sorrow of our lives. They are complicated and often messy. But as we see tonight, this is where God delights to meet us. It's here where God's light shines brightest in our imperfections, our hopes, and our longings. Tonight we claim the promise that if all this could happen is in as unlikely a place as a manger, it can happen in as unlikely a place as our own lives. If it could happen to such unlikely people, it could happen to us. Light can shine. Life can appear. Grace can surprise. Hope will endure. And the human and the divine can find themselves wrapped together in a loving embrace. Because tonight is the night that the world begins again. Amen.